The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak, so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone. Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. I'm here with Pedro. Julio. I don't know why I keep calling you Pedro. <laughs> Julio, right? Yeah. Is that racist? Julio. No, it ain't, man. Common mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you John. I don't. I don't know what it is, man. When I was talking to someone else, telling them I was having you on, I called you Pedro. I don't know what it is. But anyway, yeah, no no problem, man. But, uh, yeah, keep that close to your mouth if you can. And uh, go ahead and tell everybody about yourself. Hey, my name is Julio. I'm an immigrant to this great country. And, um proud citizen nowadays and um it's been it's been waking up to a lot of things and uh, just seeing the truth out there and uh glad to be stuck to be uh talking to an audience that actually wants to listen and uh is open to these ideas and uh it's a pleasure to be here with fox so thank you for for having me on here yeah man no problem thanks for coming um, so you said you had a couple things you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, I guess the latest topic I, I kind of want to talk up is, uh, you know, Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean. Uh, just, have you, have you heard the song? No. I was telling you before we got on air that I was reading, I was reading some, cause I was prepared for a different podcast and I was just catching up on some news and, uh, that was one of the stories that I saw, but I ain't never seen the song, but I did punch it in. I punched in, uh, try that in a small town lyrics and I read it. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Not at all. And uh, it, it just goes to show, like, the disparity in, in, uh, in the way our media spins things and the way uh, cancel culture is. Uh, tried it in a small town by Jason Aldean is offensive, yet WAP by Cardi B is not at all. It's celebrated. It's empowering to women. And uh, the lyrics the lyrics are just insane. I mean, I don't even know what I can say on here. I don't even think I could even say... Cardi B's lyrics on here. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Like I'm, I'm looking at them now, and I don't even want to save. <laughs> <laughs> there was a comedian. Who was it? He was comparing her to. Uh, oh, I want to say Bill Burr, but I could be wrong. I don't know how much you know about him. I listen to his podcast. I try not to listen to all conspiracy shit because I don't want to fucking, you know, get like black pilled and shit. So I'll be listening to comedy cop uh, podcasts and stuff too. But this wasn't on a podcast; it was on something I seen. It may not even have been him, like I said. But but they were talking about when. Uh, now it wasn't him. Matter of fact, now I remember is a different comedian, somebody that's not well known. And he was joking around. Of course, he was joking around. He's a fucking comedian. But anyway, he was talking about how when they were trying to cancel the song "Baby It's Cold Outside." You remember that? So he would say one verse of "Baby It's Cold Outside," and then he would say one verse of "Wet Ass Pussy." 
And it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any damn comparison. Right. It's fucking corny. But Yeah. Go I mean, ahead. It just it speaks for the way uh like why are women so okay being degraded? No idea. Okay with with music calling them offensive names. Uh, calling them bitches and hoes. Why is that offensive? And nobody's saying anything about it, but a wholesome song about, hey, you know, people in my neighborhood kind of take care of each other. You might want to watch what you do around this. Right. Why is that offensive? I got it. I, I, can say, I, can, I can say the same thing about my neighborhood. Try doing some shit walking down my road. Right. I mean, I grew up in the hood, and... That community. I'm happy it is that way. Yeah. I mean, you're not just going to fucking watch some, some old lady, you know, some old lady get carjacked or... You know what I mean? It's I, Anyway, I got these lyrics pulled up here. All right. Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean. I'm going to fuck it up because I've never heard it. You know, I don't know what the how the beat goes, so I'm just going to read it. It says, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjack an old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Well, act like a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, yeah, I think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Uh, that's, a, that's the gist of it. There's like, there's a, I mean, the first verse is probably the part that pissed off BLM and shit, I'm guessing. Cause the, I'm, <laughs> uh, it's kind of pathetic, really. To me, this is one of those uh, kind of like Prince Charming and Cinderella stories. You know, Prince Charming went around, went around the whole town trying to see where the shoes fit. Right. It didn't fit the stepsisters. It didn't fit half the town. It fit one, one Cinderella. Whatever that, whatever, however you want to take that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Cardi B's lyrics, you know, it's like, beat it up, N-word, catch a charge, extra large and extra hard, put this pussy right in your face, swipe your nose like a credit card, hop on top, I want to ride, I do a Kegel while it's inside, spit it in my mouth, look at my eyes, this pussy is wet, come take a dive. That's just one part of that WAP song, and that's on the radio. My daughter can hear that song. Yeah. Anybody's kids can hear that song. Oh uh, yeah, I think I'd 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 much rather have my kids here, Jason Aldean. <laughs> yeah. And for that matter, I'd rather have them here, baby. It's cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about uh, Christmas carols, uh, we were listening to like Christmas in July, and somebody brought up Santa Baby is controversial. Which one? Uh, Santa Baby. That's it. Is isn't that in the same song? No, baby, it's cold outside. That's a different one. Oh well, yeah, they're both similar. Both. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it because they're kind of trying to be seductive in a way, for at least for back then. And they both sound similar, but that ain't nothing compared to fucking some of the shit you hear today. Yeah, tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream out in public. Make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you, I got this ring. Oh, that's a bad message right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cook. I don't clean. That's the worst part of the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Huh. Oh, wow. 
So, you got anything else, or? Yeah. Um, Josh Williams. Talk about Josh Williams. Um, running, you know, he, uh, he he's a rep for District 41, which includes Toledo. Um, he supports the kind of issues that I think anybody stands for, you know, criminal justice reform. He's pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, uh, wants to reform health care, wants to improve job creation. And most importantly to me as a parent. Ah, uh, you froze up. The government have a say in how you raise your kids. Right. He is, uh, he's kind of being targeted right now. Uh, he's being slandered in his campaign, and uh, it's coming. It's kind of stemming from this whole neo-Nazi thing that happened during the uh, Love Fest at the Love Wall here in Toledo. Uh, some neo-Nazis showed up and uh, kind of counter-protested the event. What was the event about? It was called a, like a Love Fest. It was an LGBT event open to the public. Um, one thing I will say about this Love Fest is I did go on their website and they did caution parents saying, you know, like, hey, you know, this is uh, this is open to all ages, but do exercise caution. So I do give them mad props and respect for being open about that and letting parents make their own decisions. Yeah, at least they did that. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, that's a big value to me. Um, it's unfortunate these quote neo Nazis showed up, you know, to ruin their their parade. And that was in Toledo. Yeah, yeah. And then they, the same neo Nazi group actually hit up the Jewish the Jewish center. Apparently, the same day. Yeah. And so Josh Williams, uh, he, uh, he kind of put out a statement saying that uh, he does not approve of that. And that, uh, yeah, he just doesn't stand for that. But they're saying that it's too little, too late, too busy obsessing about drag queens. Well, I don't know. It sounds like they weren't doing all that in Toledo, but they are elsewhere. Most, I would say mostly on the West Coast. I, I know they did it in, um, in... Columbus for the same event. Now there's wait a minute. Oh, you sharing your screen? Yeah. Okay, shit. I thought there was somebody else joining. <laughs> I'm not an expert at this shit, people. Okay, yeah, I see. Um, I guess this is just a post from one of the people attacking him. Um the the issue is about not being able to perform in front of minors they they want to claim that the issue will arrest any drag queen performing in front of a minor and so the example used is that if you took your 12 year old daughter to hamburger mary's in toledo the drag queen would go to jail and they bring up a point that i actually agree with should the drag queen be going to jail for having a child at that event or should the parent be going to jail for taking that child to that event. Oh yeah. If I took my if I took my twelve year old son to the strip club, how would that look? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Hamburger Mary's isn't a strip club, is it? No, it's not. But it, it's like a. Uh, I don't want to be. Drag show and, and dinner thing, cabaret show. You want to call it? It's like a a Hooters for cross dressers. Is that about right? I've never been there. Neither have I. Neither have I. And I'm sure that there are wholesome people. Um, just because you're attracting does not make you a bad person. No, I'm not saying that. You know, it's just the, the extreme levels that some of them take it to. Uh, the outfits. Uh, the uncontrollable things as a parent that you can't control. I think those are important. Um... So that's why I don't go to Hamburger Mary's with my kids. Right. Yeah, that would be on the parents. And I yeah. and I get if they get dressed up, I get it because it's like uh, 
that's the whole part of the of the fucking the niche, right? Yeah. So I mean, they're gonna wear some crazy outfits in there. Yeah, you shouldn't take your kids there, people. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying that it's unfortunate that uh, you know he's getting a little bit of heat because, like I said, he he's part of. I believe what um, we all need to unify on, you know, like our criminal justice system is broken. We need to fix it. You know, we need to be pro-life 100% of the time. I know that that is so far-fetched right now in today's culture to, to think that, but I think we can head in that direction and change things for better. Pro-Second Amendment, you know, uh, healthcare-wise, you know, he knows the system is broken. Uh, job creation and, like I said, parental rights. That your child belongs to you. The government doesn't have a say in how on on taking your right as a parent away, you know, from how you raise your kid. Right. And um, you know, he's even into the uh, freedom of speech in co- on college campuses. To ensure that students and faculty are not discriminated against for their beliefs. Yeah. Um, it seems like you're, if you believe in something, your rights get stepped on. Yeah, especially on, on campus. <clears throat> and they make their own laws. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's like their own little, they got, they got campus po- police and campus security and they, they feel like they got their own little, uh, entity there but it shouldn't be like that the only three places I know of that are actually like that is Disneyland the Vatican and what's the third one it's escaping me right now but I know at Disneyland is Disneyland Florida or California I think it's Florida well, Disney World does it too, then. Disneyland is Florida, right? I think Disneyland is California. Okay. Disney World is Florida. All right, anyway, I think it's Florida. But uh, maybe it might be both of them. But they don't ever let people die in there. The, the, they care about the people so much? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm pretty sure that because they care about themselves out the, the image yeah they'll take a carcass outside of the park and drop them on the side of the road yeah. i mean i've never seen it how it's done but i'm guessing it's something like that or they'll offload the stretcher onto the the waiting ambulance for, from the you know the city of orlando or whatever okay now you can pronounce them dead even though they've been dead for yeah. 20 you know 10 15 20 minutes yeah that's the way it is <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Walt Disney was uh, part of the CIA. Mm, I never heard that one. I've heard that he was, uh, was it a, no, nah, not a Freemason. It was one of them secret groups. No, nah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he was part of, he was doing like MK Ultra stuff. I believe it. I mean, the whole like, uh, population studies, all and, and all this stuff. That how oh, you froze up. You there? Okay. Yeah. You froze up just for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, they did studies on how to like divert crowds, how to control crowds to go certain ways, like a lot of like deceptive, like mind manipulation stuff. Yeah, now when he, I heard there was, I think it was CIA or some type of intelligence that they uh, scoped out the land that he was going to buy in Florida ahead of time. And then nobody else, yeah, it was some some, uh, underhanded stuff going on with the whole thing. I don't expect anything else from Disney. 
Yeah, they, they bought the land under secrecy, so they didn't have to pay so much. Like, they gave him a big, huge break on all his property. Yeah. Yeah. Topic you got? Nothing. I was ready to do, uh, I was ready to go back over secret societies because this dude, one, well, one of the listeners, he goes by Sergeant Nick Fury on social media. He sent me, uh, well, I sent you that link, but it's kind of lengthy though. It was about two and a half hours, but there was a lot of shit I missed on the, on the, first episode we did with uh, the secret societies like uh, well so did you have you listened to that yeah so I didn't know anything about Jacob Schiff he's he's the one that uh the Rothschild sent over here to America to fucking you know, uh, get in with the bankers over here and then start fucking them over eventually, of course, because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind—I was kind of curious, and I was gonna—I was intending to investigate because Jacob Schiff. And I know Adam Schiff, that's involved with politics right now. I know his dad was, uh, Adam Schiff's dad was was a somebody. Because you know these families usually, they just kind of stay relevant somehow for, for, you know, hundreds of years. But I didn't get a chance to look at that. Maybe we could talk about it next time. But I was. They're in it for the long game. They're not in it for, you know, to see it happen in their lifetime. They're not here to see it happen in their kids' lifetime. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, we're it's a multi multi century agenda, almost. And it just and it just lets you know that it's some kind of spiritual warfare because. When you're playing that type of long game, I mean, I'm if you're if you're talking like, I just I just think it's like some some kind of spiritual warfare to fucking drag shit out over several. I mean, I could see with the Rothschilds wanting to keep their family rich, but I mean. Some of the stuff they're doing, it just doesn't. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. I guess going back to the link you sent me, one of the things that kind of. I mean, even even if we do it another episode about this, I mean, it just kind of blew my mind that the whole Napoleonic Wars, you know, going on during the French Revolution and all that. That was all a lie. That was all a lie to make the uh, the economic system, the stock market, collapse in England, so that the Rothschilds could then purchase all the stock for all the companies in England for pennies on the dollar, and that's how they started to take over the markets. Yeah, well, it kind of makes you wonder what's going on now, doesn't it? Because not the financial, you know, issues that we've had. Um, I'm sure that there's been stock for pennies on the market. Who's buying it without us knowing? Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, a lot of it's uh, Congress and senators and House. You know, these people are making decisions. Like, for instance, let's let's say during COVID. When they when they started okay, uh, 
mask mandates. So they, they declare these rules about mask mandates and then they rush out and fucking invest all this money into 2M. You know what I mean? Buying stocks. They shouldn't be able to fucking do that. Yeah. It's like the president. What's he make? What, like 400000 a year? But you can't get in there without millions and millions of dollars in your campaign. So, I mean, none of these... It's not just the president, it's all of them. Yep. If 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 you're not making anywhere near what it costs to 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 fund your campaign, then something fishy's going on. It's a lot of bullshit. I was reading this I was listening to this one story here. Alright, well, I mean, I'm not going to just focus on this one story, but I mean, so you know what's going on in France. Do you don't do you know how that started? It's 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 basically like what happened here in 2020 with uh, you know after George Floyd and they started burning cities down and shit. Okay. That's kind of what's happening in France right now. So there was a. I mean, I'd have to look it up, but I was just curious, like, what what's the ratio? I'll look at this here in a minute. But anyway, the cops shot a, a Middle Eastern kid that stole a car. And they were, the the French were already pissed off because they raised the uh, retirement age. Or something, something along those lines. And then a couple weeks later, they shot this kid. And it was just like, they were just waiting for something to fucking, you know what I mean. When people are people are ready to go, they're ready to go. So they just started rioting and fucking burning shit down. And it's still going on right now. But basically, I think Europe Europe is, so let's take France, for example, they're feminizing their own their own men. You know, like in Europe, you're not even allowed to fucking have a... You're not allowed to own a gun in England. Now you're not even allowed to, ha- allowed to have a knife. Yeah. But anyway, they're just feminizing them. And, you know, they're using peer pressure to, you know, toxic masculinity, this and all that, and... Then they're bringing in all these Middle Easterns, and they are nothing like that at all. You know, they're like, they're coming from a place where, take no shit. I get along, I, usually when I run into a Muslim or something, you know, like one of these guys that runs the gas station or something, we usually become friends because I get along with people with that type of attitude, but because they don't take any shit. But I mean, they're bringing these guys into all over into Europe, and now you got all these pussy ass French and English, and they're clashing with these other guys because these other guys think they're pussies. They think these guys are toxic, toxically masculine, <laughs> and so now you got shit like this going on. I don't know, man. It's yeah. I think they're doing this shit on purpose. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. A, a while back, Alex Jones said they were turning the frogs gay. You ever hear that one? I did, and it sounded crazy at the time. Now you got RFK Jr. Now you got RFK Jr. out here saying it on fucking Rogan. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. You know we consume the equivalent of a credit card worth of plastic every week. Oh, I believe that. There, there is plastic in the water we drink, in the food we eat, and it's it's affecting our our whole body. Yeah. Um, there's got to be something. That's why the high rates of cancer and the eradication of masculinity. I think that there's some 
I don't know if there's estrogen uh, inducing chemicals happening, but we are feminizing our men a lot. Well, it's happening to the frogs because they're smaller beings. It's just gonna take. It's just gonna take longer for us, but pretty soon we're all gonna be queer. <laughs> and and <progenous>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's already happening. They're already seeing this happen. It's true. In, in the immigrant community, exposed to uh, the landscaping chemicals and farming, so the migrants are getting a lot of this. Oh, from the Monsanto and all that? Oh, yeah, that shit's terrible. And that's why it's not being studied. That's why it's not being published. But it's happening already. Well, there was a guy. You remember that black guy that won the won his lawsuit against Monsanto? The, the guy that proved, the proved that this was happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... But I'm sure that's not the only money they've paid out. Just like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, they've they pay out so much in fucking lawsuits and shit. But then every fucking commercial you see is some kind of pill, you know. And even if it if it's not going to say might not say their name, but they probably own that company that put out that pill, you know. They, they create the they create the problems and then they create the solutions for the problems. Just like Fauci. Double dipping. Yeah. Like Fauci, right? Yep. The Fauci ouchie. Well, he made AIDS, and then he tried to come out with AZT, which was supposed to be the cure for AIDS. A lot of people think that's what was really killing people. It's hard to know. And then he lasted all this fucking time from all the way back in the 80s until now, and he's still doing the shit. Still out there being free. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead with that. Yeah, uh, we're not learning really what uh, what the truth is. We're learning what they want us to learn, you know, like the... Uh, the Titans that settled this country, you know, they set up these endowments, they hide behind philanthropy, behind college campuses, you know, the Fulbright Scholarship, Rhodes Scholarship, and uh, we're not learning the truth, we're learning what they, what they bought from education systems to, to sell to us. Um, I don't know if I really described that right, but they pretty much went to colleges and said, hey, we will fund you. We will give you scholarship money, build your libraries, build your campuses, if you teach this textbook. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're learning. Well, it's not just that's in college. It's not just college. Uh, nope. the, Rocco- the Rockefellers started that shit way back. And it's it's uh, all the way from kindergarten on up. And you, you heard the... You heard our earlier episode about the sexual shit they're trying to do in over in fucking Europe the United Nations and the and the World Health Organization I don't want to go over it too much cuz we already I did a whole I think it was the first or second episode we were talking about the link that he sent me and they're talking about trying to push for you know to start teaching kids as and as young as kindergarten is to be masturbating and you know find their they want them to be lustful by the time they're in fucking kindergarten they're a bunch of demonic motherfuckers i mean it doesn't surprise me the netherlands had a had a pedophile political group at one point yeah they were well pushing for the age of consent to be down to like three years old well they're it's I think the Netherlands is where the the textbooks were published, but they're doing this shit. Not just they're doing it all over in Europe. I don't know exactly where. I don't remember. We talked about it. I mean, it'll be it'll be all over Europe because they ain't got no guns. So what are they gonna do? They're you know 
They just do. They let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go back to that eradication of uh, of men, of manly men. Like they really want to create the idea that um, they, they want to create a society where men are more concerned with how they look like, what their profile online is about. They want us to be concerned more about our social media clout instead of worrying about physically fit, taking care of our families, raising our kids, being able to protect our families and our homes. Like they, they want us to lose all that and and create it all for I, I don't know what, like um, just looking good. An avatar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not down for that. No, I stay away from that. People can't believe I'm doing a fucking podcast when I tell them. They're like, you? Because I don't have any social media. Well, I do now because of this show, but <laughs> they're like, you're doing a podcast, you. And I'm like, yeah, makes me feel better. Fuck. It's a fucked up world. Even, even our, uh, our male male artists like our singers i mean we've always had high-pitched voices like the bgs michael jackson michael jackson but they were kind of like the exception and that's what made them made them stand out but now it seems like almost every single male performer has a vocal not a vocal range but just a higher pitched voice yeah i, I see that being pushed like yeah. uh for example you remember the artist josh groban what is it? Josh Groban. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, he came out like in the 1990-something, 2000s. Like, deep baritone voice. You don't see him getting pushed as much as somebody like Adam Levine. With his little, you know, like... This song has yeah, man. I don't know. I think I think they're trying to eradicate like manly sounding voices out of uh, out of radio. Oh, what about what about all the makeup too in in that industry? I and mean, that have always had. There's always been makeup and theatrics in music, but now it's you got you guys got wearing like fishnets and thongs and twerking on stage like that Sam Smith guy. Well, he's something else. He's he's definitely satanic. He was, um, I seen a, something, they put, somebody put something on Instagram, he was bent over singing, and one of the guys, one of his dancers or whatever is acting like he was nailing him in the ass. What kind of a show is that? That guy. And you see videos of, like, kids at these shows. That's pathetic. Yeah. By the way, he's a lard ass, he... I, I heard he wasn't before, but I can't remember what happened at the, uh, something went down with him at the, at the award show here recently. You remember what that was? I know he performed with, uh, with a performer named Kim Petras, who is a male to female transgender. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty satanic. And he was. Yeah, they were dressed funny, too. Yeah. Yeah, Christina Aguilera is getting involved with him and that Kent Petras lady. Um, she got, she was filmed at a, at a gay pride festival wearing a, uh, like, a strap-on. Oh, my God. There were kids in the audience. And they were performing, like, fellatio on this strap-on. And this is uh, Christina Aguilera, who has a has a family who has children like why are you doing this like are you okay with your kids seeing you do this it's got to be about the money yeah they sell their souls or that's what i was about to say or she sold her sold her soul and she doesn't have a choice yeah but i mean i i, I get it where the with the makeup because it kind of mixed theater and music, and it becomes like a mixture of the two. But, I mean, like, I think Elvis used to wear a little bit of makeup, and then I think he probably started it. And 
And then you go, you move on to like, uh, well, you had Kiss. That really wasn't that bad because it kind of, I don't really know what the fuck that was all about, but it wasn't really, I mean, it was makeup, but it wasn't like feminine. They were trying to hide their identity so that when they were out in public as themselves, they wouldn't be recognized. Okay. And those guys were Jews, right? Yes. I'm, I think they were. They were out of Detroit. And then uh, David Lee Roth was kind of a flamer. He used to wear, like, yoga pants and... <laughs> yeah, he's actually really trained in martial arts. Oh, yeah, I know he is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unexpected. He's still performing, like... He's still doing that kick during jump. <laughs> he's, like, 70 years old or something. Wow. Yeah. Still well, in good shape. Probably still dressing the same, too. I guess you got to keep keep your keep your image. <laughs> yeah, he's always been a weirdo. Yeah. He was on Joe Rogan. He was on Joe Rogan too. That was a good episode. No shit. Yeah. More well, level-headed than you think. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you got to get a little wild when you're out there putting on a show, right? Yeah. Who else? Like for example, he uh, he never he always turned down Sammy Hager's uh, tequila. Oh yeah. Yeah, he wasn't a drinker. He just party. He liked to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he got busted with some underage chicks before too, though. I mean, yeah, it's I when you're in that business. I mean, what are you gonna do? Check IDs. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, I, I get it. They sometimes they make bad calls, but I, like I was reading some allegations against a band I listened to, Ramstein from Germany, and it's women that admit that they were 17 at the time, but lied and said that they were 22 or 23, just to be able to be backstage with the performer. Yeah, I, and now I believe claiming it. Now they're claiming that there was some, you know, something happened and they can't remember and it happened 20 years ago. In other words, they're having financial problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did you hear about, but, who's that guy that, who's the lead singer of uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Anthony Kiedis or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote a book where he was talking about. He was basically molested by Cher. Yeah, they used to sleep in the same bed. and I mean, a lot of these famous people are just fucked in the head. Like, it happens to them, and then they do it to other people, and it just becomes normalization, which is what they're trying to do to the entire fucking society. But there's a lot of us that's not going to let that happen. Yeah, something interesting about uh, that Anthony Kiedis guy and what you just brought up is that kind of after watching the movie Sound of Freedom, there is a guy, one of the pedophiles in it, that looks just like him. No shit. I always wonder why Anthony, why Anthony had this like ugly mustache. Like I'm like, dude, like you look horrible with that mustache. Like why are you, why are you wearing that mustache? And I kid you not, in the movie, there's a guy that looks just like him being one of the main perpetrators. And I'm trying to find the image right now, and I can't find it. But I kid you not, it looks just like him. Huh. Same hair, same makeup. And when I saw that, I wonder, is he doing this on purpose? Or has he been doing this on purpose? Yeah. Kind of like the, um, the guy from Linkin Park. A lot of his lyrics kind of reflect some of the anguish that he was dealing with because of his past. Because he, too, apparently had been abused in traffic. Um, he was even tied to um, Hillary Clinton's um, Mike Podesta. Oh, yeah, that's Podesta really... That could have been his father. Yeah, that's, that's some really... That's some deep shit there. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll find a picture eventually, but um, but I found that interesting that you brought that up. I did not know that about Anthony Kiedis. That is sad and unfortunate. So you, speaking of the sound of freedom, now you, you were you you were not born here, right? No, I was not. I was born in Central America. So you want to talk about that, or you want to wait for another time? No, let's do it, man. All so right. My 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 country my, my family fled uh, a, a war a country during a civil war, and uh, we emigrated to the United States. We crossed the border illegally. We were actually deported twice, once from Guatemala and once from Mexico. And my mom about gave up, and my dad pushed to make one last try. And that time we actually made it across, and we got we got put in in a, in a holding jail in the United States. Um, I was put in a cage. Those cages that you hear about, they're real. What year would this have been? This would have been 88, 89. Um, I remember a helicopter landing right in front of us after we got across the river, and you know they came and detained us, and. Um, they did try to separate my sister and I. I was about three, three and a half, four years old, and my sister was a newborn baby. And the coyotes, the same people we were paying to smuggle us, were really pushing my mom to say, hey, we'll take your children, it'll be safe. We'll take them the safer way. And I often wonder what would have happened. You know, um, I think that's why uh, a movie like The Sound of Freedom resonates so much with me is because, uh, I, I don't know, I guess I have this feeling that that could have been my, my sister and I. Right. Been one of those two million children. Thank uh, God your mom was smarter than that, smart enough to not let that happen. Indeed, yeah. We owe her our lives. Yeah. But yeah, so, so that's kind of my background. Uh, my parents worked their ass off to... to bring us to legality, you know, to make us permanent residents, which happened while I was in high school, which allowed me to visit my home country for the first and only time that I've been there. And uh, and now we're citizens. Yeah. And so I'm very blessed to be here. You know, this is the best. This is home for me. This is home for my parents. You know, you never, you never forget about your, you know, your home country, but... This is where my family is, you know, and uh, this is where my roots are. I will fight for this country. I will die for this country. Um, one of my biggest regrets is not following through on my high school dream of attending West Point and uh, just serving for my country. The closest thing I did was I served in the Merchant Marines, which isn't much, but it was patrolling, you know, um, ensuring safe, uh, safe navigation for our domestic our domestic vessels, you know, in our Great Lakes. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so what country was it you you left? Or do you not want to say? Huh? Nicaragua. Nicaragua, okay. Nicaragua, however you want to say it. Did I say that? I said no, Nicaragua. I, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't be trying to get me canceled here. I don't, I don't even try to say the word vinegar, man. <laughs> yeah. No, my wife my wife came over here from uh when she was like five. But she's from she's from Thailand. So okay. but Yeah. Yeah, do you what you hear uh you've been hearing about the Sound of Freedom screenings, how uh some of the challenges they've been facing. Well, yeah, everybody's talking shit about them because they, they're calling it a QAnon movie. Did you, you watched it, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Tell me why, what does QAnon, what in that movie, is there anything that has anything to do with QAnon? Absolutely nothing, man. Oh, okay. So they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, um, it's, um, somebody had posted something about, uh, there was this, uh, little cheerleading kid movie, like, with little girls, I forget what the movie was called, 
and, and that that was an okay movie, empowering for kids. But the sound of freedom, you know, that's just queuing on bullshit. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what they do now. The left starts calling, starts name calling. That's all they can do. Like, like, like. So I'm a Nazi, and uh, you, you being from Nicaragua, you're a white supremacist because you're on this show, right? Yep. Josh, you know the guy you were talking about. He's probably a white supremacist, right? Black. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, being a Nazi is more welcoming of colors, I guess, than being a liberal. Right. <laughs> are we gonna make Nazi? Are we gonna make Nazi a good thing now? <laughs> the Nazis are more inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, no, that sounds like where we're at, man. Okay. There you have it, folks. Uh, you ever tried crickets? No, I have not made the journey, man. <laughs> I'm not that deep. <laughs> well. What is the craziest thing I've seen? Oh, shit, I ate a mayfly the other day. A lot of people do that. Are you? Yeah. Are you near the the Great Lakes? No, I was out in Port Clinton that day, and I had my damn mouth open at the right time, and the fucker flew in, and all I could do was just swallow it. It's just fish it food. If, it would have been worse if I had to like try to like, like take it out. I just it was so far back I just swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've eaten some. I've eaten some. Yeah. So I was in a, they got this thing, so I was in the 10th Mountain Division, and I was in, I was infantry, alright, so all the infantry units, they go through this thing in uh, Louisiana, uh, shit, Fort Polk, Louisiana, fuck, it's been so long, couldn't even think of it, Fort Polk, it's called JRTC, so they got a, uh, they call them Op 4. They're permanently stationed there, and they fight all the infantry units that come through. All right, so we're wearing a harness, and then we got, uh, we got like, lasers on the end of our weapons, and then we zero them in before we go into the box and all that. So when you shoot off a blank, your laser's going to hit right where you're aiming. All right? But all these Op 4 people, they fucking live there. They know the land. They know everything. We're coming here. Now, we're going to fucking Swamps, Louisiana from upstate New York. And uh, I'm not making excuses. We, we scored the best out of any other infantry. You know, that's why we've been the first ones to deploy anywhere ever since. I think they're still the first to this day. But that's how they rank it. But anyway, the whole, to- whole reason I got on this story was, like I said, we got harnesses on. The helicopters got harnesses. The trucks got harnesses. All right. And the all the, uh, all the surface-to-air shit has, uh, you know, lasers on it and shit. So if your if your chopper gets hit, that's trying to bring you food and water, or if your truck gets hit, that's trying to bring you food and water, you just don't get any food and water. And we were out, so you go out in the box for about I think it's two weeks, and uh, so our trucks and helicopters kept getting hit. So we did we never got replenished with food and water the whole time we were out there so like somebody would go down like so they had cadres walking around like when somebody's harness goes off he'll be like all right drop what you're doing and then then they would pull a card out of your right chest pocket i don't know if that's where the term pull your card came from or not but he would pull their card and it would either be dead on arrival or you know Leg injury. People were hoping it was dead on arrival because everybody was fucking 
starving to death and thirsty as fuck. I never did get hit. So I was out there till the very end. So if somebody got hit and went down, we'd fucking take their canteens and share whatever little bit of water they had. Whole point of me, I'm saying that we ate some fucking bugs. We ate all kinds of fucking tree tree bark and shit like that. But when it was all said and done, that's why I don't, I don't, like you were talking about earlier, the food pyramid and all that. I don't buy into none of that shit. They're trying, it's, it's all to boost the economy. Because when I got, when I got out of the box and got back, I didn't give a flying fuck about nothing. I didn't eat nothing for two weeks except tree bark and shit. Now, well, I'll say one week. I mean, I had food when I first went in there, but I'm being a little over dramatic here. <laughs> but I didn't, definitely for a week, I didn't have nothing to eat. But when I got out of there, I didn't give a fuck about food. All I wanted was some, something to drink, you know. And I haven't. That that fucking changed changed me right there, man. Because you realize that this is all propaganda. You don't fucking need to eat like they're telling you you need to eat because they don't do it in other countries anyway, you know. But yeah. even the recommended. Uh, I was just reading a story about. People who get the average eight hours of sleep or more will die will die uh, earlier than people who get less sleep. I, I could see that. I think when you the older you get, the less sleep you get. I, I think yeah. like babies probably need eight hours or more, maybe. But yeah, we're not babies. It's not right. It's not good for the body. Right. And then mix that with, you know, the food agenda, you know, like the food pyramid being the way it is. Um, no wonder we're so unhealthy. Me, me an example of it. You know, my diabetes, I have diabetes and I mean, it's exacerbated by, by the shit I've been putting into my body, you know, and um, I'm slowly getting better and awakening to what is better to put into my body. But damn, I was under a spell for a long time. Yeah. I believe I, I I have a strong, firm belief in uh, like intermittent fasting. Like, and I've said this before on this show. I hate to. I don't want to repeat all this shit, people. But I'm just meeting this guy for the first time. He might be back. So, but anyway, so I get home from work about four thirty, and I will eat from, and like I ain't working tomorrow. But like on a typical work night, I'm by eight thirty. I'm usually getting ready to go to bed, so I'm only really eating from about four thirty to eight thirty, about four hours. The other twenty hours, all I do is drink water. You know, and I and I'm not I'm not an expert. I'm not a medical. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert in any field of any kind. But I just believe that's a good way to de- detox. All the beer and shit that I was drinking during those four hours. And, you know, I mean, I just think if the only way to fucking cleanse yourself is to fucking not eat anything. Like, people, they put this shit out about green tea and fucking certain types of foods. Nah. All through the Bible, they, they, they talked about fasting, and it wasn't for no, no reason. You know what I mean? I, I think it... I think it does mean something, and it's got some kind of healing power. In fact, I'm pr- I probably don't do it long enough. You probably should do it for longer than that. Yeah, I know in the Amazon, the, the first, like, no matter what, what your ailment is, the first treatment, of course, is drink water. Right. Stop eating and just drink water. Well, that's what animals do. Yeah. Like when your dog gets sick, he's not going to eat. He's just going to stop eating. And then the, and that's when people know they're sick. And then they want to run and take him to the vet. What's the vet going to say? He can't figure out what's wrong. Oh, he's got a virus. And uh the dog would have probably maybe healed itself by fasting. That's what it was trying to do. 
That's just me talking. I don't know shit. I'm not a vet or a doctor. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but there is some truth to to that. You know, it's it's uh, water does a lot of healing. Not putting food into you does a lot of healing. Um, tribes in the Amazon. That's how they do it. You know, uh, something you mentioned in one of your episodes was about the Amish. How there's no uh, no correlation to autism. Yeah. Same thing in the Amazon. Unheard of. Oh, I believe it. It's the pharmaceuticals. And you know what? As far as the Amazon goes, I'll bet you their water's a hell of a lot healthier than ours, too. Yeah. And you ain't got all that fluoride and shit. Yeah, fluoride can eat through uh, concrete. But some, for some reason, it's good for, for our bodies, for teeth and, and everything else. Well, it also calcifies your pineal gland. Did you know that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Jesse Ventura tried to take it out of his, uh, I think he was like the, the mayor of Minneapolis or something, or the governor of Minnesota. He tried to remove it from the water, and the United States didn't let him. Well, <laughs> that's amazing. That tells you something. My well, wife works in the in the dental industry, so I give her a lot of shit about fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are there are areas that don't have fluoride in the water in the United States, and one of them is Utah. The Mormons. Mormons. And you all, and you know what else goes on in Utah? The uh, <clears throat> Brigham Young University, that's where the Central Intelligence Agency likes to uh, recruit young agents from. For whatever reason, it's like a super hot spot. I don't know if it's got anything to do with the water or what, but it kind of makes you wonder. That and uh, Brigham Young, I mean... got to be like very fanatical to the religion and and everything to really to really make it out there you got to be really committed and isn't that what the cia or fbi looks for in somebody right like that radical commitment also with the with the mormon faith there's some kind of some kind of stigmatism or something where you can uh it's okay to lie as long as you're doing it for god or doing it for a good reason that might be another reason why <laughs> might be another reason why they're fucking recruiting out of there there's a lot of that going on in the in the intelligence agencies yeah oh yeah that actually gets referenced in that link you sent me oh does it oh yeah oh yeah dude it's yeah it's great I'm after relist. And I lost my train of thought I had one and uh Yeah, it's gone. Alright, well Shit, we got a pretty good episode in, man. I'll be more well more well prepared next time. We'll we'll okay. I'll text you and we'll figure out what we're gonna talk about or you know, or I'll just I'll bring a page full of items. You bring a page full of items. If we get through it all, we get through it all. If we don't, we don't. But I'll study up on some shit. Same here, same here. I uh, I spent yesterday laying down all day. I um, I don't know. I was like in a like in a mushroom hangover. <laughs> if that's even a thing, but like, yeah, I I was hungover and I did not drink and. It was very, very weird. So I didn't get a chance to like send you kind of like topic ideas or anything, but I, I will do that next time. You talk, You mean like psilocybin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How often you do that? Uh, I'm actually going to be starting microdosing. Oh. So I've been trying to find like, I've been tapering down, going from like 
a gram. I'm down to like 0.5. That's still too much. So I'm going to go down to like 0.4, then 0.3, 0.2, whatever I need to. I'd rather macrodose. No. <laughs> That's kind of what I've been doing, man. It's, it's still intense. All right. Hey, as long as you, hey, you got a whole, well, we're coming back Sunday this time, but that'll be a bonus episode. But, but by next Friday, as long as you got all your shit ducks in a row. Alright, so Yeah. Now we gotta figure out what to talk about on Sunday, but we got a couple days here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, get that that uh that cabal thing, man. Revealing the cabal or something. That is really deep. Right. Yeah. Alright, so we'll wrap it up. Alright. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if anybody's got any bitches, gripes, complaints, questions, comments, conspiracy soldiers at yahoo.com or uh, conspiracy soldiers on Instagram. All right, thanks for listening, everybody.